Well, welcome to the journey. Uh, my name is Kevin Polkey, and I am the host of uh, the journey, which is a show that focuses primarily on raising awareness of the steps that lead to transformation. And one of those critical steps that lead to transformation are the obstacles or the setbacks that we uh, inevitably have as part of our life experience. We have guests on the show that will, will talk about uh, setbacks that they've had uh, throughout their life, and they will talk about not only the setback, but they'll also talk primarily about what did they learn from that setback that they wouldn't have learned that that setback would have never happened. And there's other times that I will talk about uh, things that I may be reflecting on, uh, something that I may have come across, uh, something that I think that may be um, useful. Um, to, to the listener. Uh, today, beginning the month of May, um, is, and you know how every, all the time they have, uh, you know, uh, Black History Awareness Month and in September is Suicide Awareness Month, and there might be Alzheimer's or Autism Awareness Month. This particular month, the month of May, is Mental Health Awareness Month. And when uh, originally it started, uh, the idea behind it was uh, trying to raise that awareness about breaking the stigma specifically around uh, giving, giving people permission to seek out assistance and to seek out help. And I think it was primarily focused around individuals that were struggling with some some type of uh, mental illness, some type of psychiatric disorder, and the stigma that um, came around that. And you know, when I started in this field in nineteen in nineteen ninety, um, it was much much different. At least here in the Rockford area, uh, the primarily um, when it came to um, working in the mental mental health field or working with individuals that struggle with mental illness. It was either done through psychiatry, it was done in some type of psychiatric hospital or state um, hospital. Um, there was treatment facilities around this area. And as a general rule, there was a few individuals, a few licensed clinical social workers. Uh, Paul White um, was an individual in this area. Um, Norm Dazenbrook was another individual in the area doing some um doing some private practice, um, but uh, the majority of individuals, they worked for, um, they worked for a psychiatrist um, if there was an outpatient or a lot of us um, worked for some type of institution. And in my case, that was how I started. I started off uh, working first in a psychiatric hospital and then moving from the psychiatric hospital once I graduated working in the schools, and then I got picked up to help out working at Mathers Clinic, um, a psychiatric um, clinic here in town. When I opened up KP in 2001, um, the, if I remember correctly, that was the only group practice or independent uh, practice that had multiple therapists that were all working under the same name and were all employees of that particular company. Uh, it was a couple of years after that, after starting in 2001, that um, we, uh, I had other therapists working for me under the umbrella or um, the institution of KP counseling. 
a lot of therapists at that time, if they did go out on their own, they worked part-time, they shared office space, and they were able to um, have um, small practices um, in which they were able to serve uh, individuals seeking assistance um, that way. There was a lot of stigma about um, seeking uh, counseling help at that time period. The idea was that there must be something wrong to seek out help. And I remember when I first started KP, and even before that, I didn't fully understand that mindset because I saw um, seeking out assistance, seeking out counseling, maybe because there was some barrier in your life, but mostly it was, in my experience, was about how can I um, have greater awareness of myself? How could I have um, more tools to be able to um, influence my thinking, uh, increase my motivation, uh, address things that caused me um, to avoid or, or fears that I may have or things from my past that were unresolved. And so I always looked at um, going to counseling or individuals coming to see me as similar to going to the gym. True, um, there are individuals that go to the gym because they have maybe some health issues, some physical health issues, or they need to, to, to lose weight because of those, those health issues. But I always sought out going to the gym to be the best version of myself. And that this idea of being able to work at um, my mental and emotional side of who I am was very similar to going to the gym to, the, to improve the physical side of me or going to, um, going to church or going to um, some type of spiritual uh, leader or spiritual teacher so that I could grow um, spiritually. So I thought of counseling as another way of improving that aspect of myself, uh, improving how I was thinking improve how I was coping with my emotional response to things. And for me, this idea of mental health awareness um, in this month of May is really about increasing um, all of our awareness about how is my mental health doing? Similar to my physical health, how am I uh, doing physically? Uh, flexibility, mobility, core strength, endurance, um, cardiovascular, all those aspects are the physical things that we're very understanding that, that we need to address. And the mental health, mental health aspect is very much the same. And one of the things that we first talk about when someone comes in a seeking how to improve their mental health, and again, not because there may be something wrong, even though many times that's how it gets our attention to start off, but how do I be the best version of myself? How can I be even a better version of who I am? And that is being able to look in the mirror, being able to see, um, see myself uh, from all sides. And, and I know for me that this being able to see in the mirror sometimes gets distorted based upon previous messages that I've told myself or previous messages that may have been told to me by, by someone else. So then I need sometimes to get feedback from others um, about whether they see when they see me, um, either interacting with individuals um, or when I'm interacting, um, you know, 
uh, uh, presumably by myself, what, what are those tendencies that other individuals, there is a, a book that I read years ago called 360 um, Leadership 360 Degrees and being able to get feedback from, from multiple individuals about how do they see you as a leader. And I think as we are trying to improve our um, mental mental health awareness, mental health, um, that we have to be aware of and get feedback from multiple individuals, not just individuals that will tell us um, what we may want to hear. Because um, sometimes getting feedback from those individuals, those those fans or our cheerleaders, that um, that may help us feel better about ourselves, but is that really going to help me um, improve um, my mental health? So, one being able to evaluate um, how am I responding things? Am I getting stuck on something? Am I finding myself with some type of emotional response? What's influencing my perception? Many, many times, what may influence my perception is something that's happened um, or something that I learned from the past. And today, it may very well not uh, not be anymore. So what things can I do that ground me? If you notice today that um, I am playing in the background um, some Native American flute music. And for me, that flute music allows me, as soon as it comes on, allows me um, I'm invited to be grounded, to take a deep breath, to settle in, and allow my sometimes racing thoughts to slow down. And, and to be able to look at my thoughts and being able to notice what emotions are uh, driving that, uh, what what may feel like a threat or may feel like uh, being overly confident at this particular time or overly tired, what things are affecting us and how are they impacting some of the decisions? And am I being the best version of who I am? So for me, number one, being able to recognize that self-awareness, being able to look into the mirror uh, metaphorically, uh, being able to have certain individuals in your life that will give you feedback also about what's going on, as well as what tools, what things do you have at your disposal that you can utilize to ground yourself so that when you look in the mirror, that metaphorical mirror, when you get feedback from others, that you can be open to it and question, is this the direction I want to continue going in? Or is there something either one I can do to change the circumstances, or maybe I need to let go and not carry this farther, carry this forward. One of the things that I, when I take those breaths, listen to that music that grounds me, and then I'll be open to allow, um, to hear that God voice, to maybe select a particular podcast that has something to teach me or gravitate toward a certain 
piece of material that I could learn from or make a phone call or reach out to somebody because maybe they have something to teach me or maybe I have something to do to serve them. For me, that is, I know when I'm in that space, that's when my mental health is in a, in a, in a, in a good space to be able to uh, grow and develop, to be in that, be in that flow. And my emotions are also being, being checked. And then physically I'm in that space because ultimately spiritually I being I believe that I'm being aligned with God as I understand him. So similar to what we talked about last week about being the hero of your own story, we know that it's important to be able to take care of ourselves physically. But right now, being able to be aware of how are you doing? How is your mental health doing? How are you um, checking in with the man or the woman in the mirror? As always, thank you for being with us. Um, I look forward to this particular month as we're going to focus on how do we continue um, to increase um, our awareness of our mental health and what are some tips or tools that we can use. You have um, a great week and I look forward to being with you next week.